welcome back to another edition of Angel Central Podcast. We're back, baby. It's been a while. This is VT, your host. It's been a long time. <laughs> and I do admit, I've missed getting behind the mic and talking some Angels baseball. But you know what? I'm pretty excited because today I got my dude joining me. He's going to help us out today, and we're going to talk some baseball. <laughs> it's been a while, so I want to introduce my guy, Todd Fox. What's up, brother? What's going on, my man? How you doing? Good, man. Sorry I'm out of shape. I just <laughs> want to go take a quick <laughs> bathroom break, and I tried to run over here before the pod started, but hey, I made it. I made it. You're here. That's all that matters, my man. How you been, man? I've been good. been good. Just fresh off the post game, so we're just, let's listen to Let's make this thing roll, bro. <laughs> Let's talk about it. So, hey, I, did you go to the uh, the game this weekend? No, I, I got preoccupied with some family stuff, but gotcha. uh, but I really wanted to go check out because I'm wearing my old school jersey right now, my Chili Davis. It's fucking dope. I miss those jerseys. I was kind of depressed that the that our boy Anderson didn't, you know, he bucked the trend. He didn't have it three days in a row, but. I enjoyed the first two days watching them uh, wear those old school jerseys. They didn't wear them today? No, they went with uh, red and white. <sighs> okay. I thought it was the weekend. Like It was know. supposed to be, but Anderson said, no, I'm wearing red and white. Seriously? Yep. It's his call magically. Yeah. He's trying to be like Chris Sale. At least he didn't cut up the jerseys, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, hey, they won. I predicted that they were going to lose today because, you know, it's Anderson. But mm-hmm. thankfully, they were able to, uh, the bats woke up today. Yeah, I was I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking two out of three because the the first two pitchers they faced were relatively inexperienced and they had given up the home run ball. So I thought, okay, we were gonna take two out of three from them because I didn't like the matchup Keller versus Anderson either. No, so I called it. I thought, you know, Keller's a that's their ace, right? Yeah, and they're on their lone all star. Yeah, yeah. And so I I called uh, we would win one and two and then lose tonight or today, but it was the other way around. Uh, I went to Friday and Saturday's game, <clears throat> and I don't know, man. Friday's game was just electric. It felt like playoff atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Saturday was completely dead. Yeah. Obviously, people went to go see Otani for a possible last start at Angel Stadium, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, man, they had forty thousand people packed in there. You know, which one thing I thought was pretty cool was uh, the Estevez walk up. How mm-hmm. the lights went off and everybody was doing the light wave. Yeah, that's do, pretty cool. Do you remember how back in 2014, we were the actual team to start the light wave? Yep. A lot of people don't want to give us that credit, but uh, we were doing that back in 2014 when the Angels were, you know, in playoff contention. Every time they, they would shut the, the lights off and just the light wave was going. Yeah, thousands of cell phones were on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, Friday was electric. I loved every single part of it. It felt it felt amazing with all the home runs, everybody waking up. But then I went Saturday and it just it felt completely different. The no energy. Uh we were not even hitting. I mean, we got shut out. Saturday remind is a microcosm of the season. One of the things that pissed me off about how the Angels have been all year is where they're so um, thin-skinned when they va- uh, face any kind of adversity. The adversity was we get the bases loaded, we got the pitcher on the ropes, inexperienced pitcher at that. We could break the game open, take control of the game, and then all the air is deflated out of the stadium and the dugout, and there's nobody there to get these guys hyped up for the next inning because – it seemed like I, I I talked to my dad because we were watching the game from the hospital because we had you know I couldn't go to the game I was you know seeing my grandkid born, but I I I nudged him I'm like hey I think they're gonna lose now and he's like it's no score I'm like but 
I go, you don't understand. I've seen this team do this. Bases loaded and don't get anything out of it. I go, that just deflated them, and they don't have a good enough coaching staff to get these guys rallied again, to do it again, to get themselves in a position to put runs on the board. Yeah, so Saturday was literally the same thing you're, you're talking about right now. They couldn't get that hit. It, it was it was I mean who was pitching it was Peguero when he started up the game, right? Yes. Was he yes. The, was he a opener? It was an opener. Yes. Yeah. Which, which then, the Angels do notoriously bad against. <laughs> For some reason, I mean, everybody should do it against the Angels, but <laughs> and then the next picture that came up, I forget who it was, uh, but it was just complete shutdown. They they couldn't do anything off of him, and Otani was just not on not on the game. Yeah, Otani was was off that night, and then it was the fact that you know you get. You give him a couple runs because Detmers. I mean, look, he threw a lot of pitches, but he wasn't all that bad. He when he left the game only down two nothing. Because I told my dad, I'm like, watch Pittsburgh score right when we can't, and they did. And, and Rios, then, what was that pitcher? Uh, that Mexican guy that came up. I never heard of him. Oh, the, uh, the guy that the Angels got. The, yeah, yeah, right away they hit that homer off of him. Yeah, he's he's one of those guys that's either he's like super intense, he's either really good or really bad. What's his, what's I think it's name? Ortega or or, or, or uh, not Ortega. Um, I'm blanking. I'll find it right now. I don't know. Yeah, but, but I seen it, and <laughs> I was already a little deep with some beer, so I was like, what the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and then, boom, home run to uh, right center field. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. Like I said, like he's he's the kind of guy that gets way too amped and, and for his own good at times, and um, he could either be really, really good or really, really bad. And he's he was sporting a 10 ERA in AAA, so I'm like, why did they bring this guy up? But apparently, you know. <laughs> so I'm gonna confess something um, on my stories for Angel Ronaldo Reyes. There right, you go. I, I said Rios Reyes. You're close, closer than I was. I was like Ortega. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so on my page, I uh, <clears throat> I predicted that the Angels would win Game One and Two, mm-hmm. but Game Two was gonna be Detmer's second no hitter. Oh. I predicted. I predicted that <laughs> shit, bro. I did right and. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't it. It wasn't it, right? It was just like the worst take that you could ever take. And a lot of people were uh, going going on the DMs like, no hitter, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, 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 my bad. I got a little bit ahead of myself on that one. But, you know, I saw the lineup. Detmers is, I, I think he's filthy when he really when he's on it. I mean, he's still getting punch outs left and right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just didn't translate. The bats were completely dead. I mean, giving up two runs—that's oh yeah. I take that every single game. And it was kind of sad too because you know the night before you had Trey Cabbage hitting his first home run, and you know the guy's going to take his bumps. It's just like everyone thinks that you know Neto. I, I don't know what it is, but I've had a few people tell me, "Hey, you're too high on Cabbage," which I am high on him, just like I was Neto. But the thing is, you know, Neto didn't come out the gates just tearing it up, and and you know he's still not batting three hundred, you know. But he's his home runs, his power's coming around. He's getting a lot of hits. He's he's turning into a leader. All that stuff's working for him. But at first, you know, he didn't tear the cover off the ball. And Trey Cabbage, he barely hit his first home run on Friday. Saturday turns around. And he's put up there in the most uncomfortable situation of trying to save the Angels in a bases-loaded situation because they actually they did nothing since the fourth inning. And then when it got to the ninth inning, it's like, oh, here we go. You know, we have a shot. And I think it was too much pressure on the kid, and he hits into the unfortunate double play. But I don't think we should be killing him for it. A lot of halo honks were like, get that guy out of the lineup. It's like, bro, have you not been watching Renfro? Anything he does is a plus compared to Renfro. I know, absolutely. Yeah, so that game was just a, a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, I didn't get to go to the game this sun, or uh, a couple today. hours ago today yeah. because I was doing my game. I, I don't know. I, a lot of people do know that I, I play Sunday League ball. 
So I couldn't go to the game. And I'd be honest with you, I did really want to go to the game and just because it's been a while since I've been. And uh, I, I, I really wanted this to be a sweep. Mm-hmm. It should have been a sweep. You know, coming off of that Yankee series, which I thought the Yankees were going to sweep us because I had just really low expectations at this point after leaving the Astro series. You know, you're like, fuck, dude, here we go. We're just in down real, you know, spiral and it's not here we go. This is that 15 uh, game streak again, you know, showing up like we had lost 10 out of eight or something. I forget what the uh, stat was. And I'm like, dude, this this is it. Like trade, you know, trade deadlines coming up. We're going to be sellers. And now it's like, fuck. You know, these guys are kind of picking it up at the wrong time because Perry and Artie Moraine are going to get so, like, antsy about it. They're going to want to be buyers. And as soon as we become buyers, we're just going to tank, man. It's not going to work out. You know, it's happened before. Like, remember when CJ Crone was really, really good and he broke his thumb or something in Toronto and it was closer to t- tread deadline and the Angels were trash. Uh, he would have been a great trade piece, and yeah. he didn't get traded because obviously he was in the um, IL or DL back yeah, then. You, you can't trade him when they're on the IL. Yeah, so it was like, of course, just our luck. You know, this guy is really banging right now, and he gets hurt a week before tread deadline, and now we can't get nothing for him. You know, he was he would have been perfect, and eventually, obviously, he, uh, he left or whatever. But uh, my biggest worry right now is that I still don't think that we're – an all-around team. I, I don't think we are. And the fact that we're playing good right now is going to make, you know, make our front office want to be buyers. And I don't think that's the right thing. Like, <clears throat> for me, I feel the same way because, I mean, you had a team that the Angels were eight games above 500, season high, trying to get to that double digits over 500. And then they went on to lose 11 out of 13. And then you get into a situation to where you're almost assured that they're going to be sellers. And then, like you said, they pick it up and they have a six out of a nine homestand. And now we have three games in Detroit. And you literally have to wait till the 12th hour to decide, are we buyers or sellers? Because yeah. now you have you have to win since you dropped a game against Pittsburgh. Because let's just be honest, where they sit right now, they're four games out of the wild card. Had they won yesterday, they'd be three out. You're within striking distance. So you can put up a good fight to say, okay, I think we're going to be buyers. But not like. But if they were three games to the division, you'd be like, oh, we're, we're all in. You know what I mean? But well, we're sitting eight games out. We can't think about that. It's the wild card now. But think about it. If you're able to pick up a game or two, let's just say perfect case scenario, you sweep Detroit, Toronto loses two out of three, you're two games back with a three-game set with Toronto. There's your season right there. It, Toronto whip, whipped our ass last time they faced us. Oh, yeah. If we can steal two out of three or somehow sweep, man, we are in the thick of <clears throat> everything in the wild card race. Again, 12 hour, 12 hour decision right there. Not yep. only whether we're going to be buyers or sellers, what are we going to do with Otani? You know, that also plays, comes into play. And see, and other, the, the only thing, sorry to cut you off, but other GMs are going to know that we are waiting to the last minute. So they might sweeten the deal and be like, look, if you trade us, we'll give you this, but it has to be today, four days from the deadline. <laughs> yeah. If you wait to the end of the, 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 the deadline, that may or may not be available. Hey, Todd. So what the heck? Should the Angels trade Otani or not? Uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. And only reason I'm asking you is because people who listen to Angel Central, I don't know if they've heard your take. Oh, okay. I want them to hear your take. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I'll break it down like this. 
like I had a comment on there on our page and it was, it was a really good comment. And I, and I, this year, you know, last year I said trade Otani. You, Me too. You, yeah. you can get three, a three team, a third team involved and you can get the max amount back. Like the, uh, as far as, you know, you can get prospects from both teams and really bolster what you already have in your system. And then you're just in a complete rebuild, but you're in a rebuild with, a, with trout and you still got the work that is Rendon. You have to work around that, but you have money now to spend on free agency. So you're going to have the best of both worlds. If you really want to, you're not going to, Artie's going to be a cheap ass and not spend 600 million in that year to get players, but he'll spend a couple hundred million to, to bolster the team with all the rookies and stuff coming up. So the bright future would have been that last year. This year, okay, you got Otani. You got to figure out if you're sellers or not. And you want to re-sign him back. Okay, well, then just tell him, hey, man, we want to keep you. But, you, you know, we're going we're gonna to try to get some players for this organization. We'll see you in the offseason. Right. You know, we'll talk to you again in the offseason. But we're going to pick up. I think now the max is two ready-to-go starters and one – decent prospect in singular double a right and that's about the max you can probably get for otani right now because whoever they're going to trade him to is not going to be like whoa we're going to give up our farm system or we're going to give up some starters because they're trying to win the world series too you know yeah yeah so but also what i want to bring up is the comment that that dude made on on a post game because it makes total sense if the angels trade otani they look like idiots if they keep them they look like idiots if we uh, let him walk, they look like idiots. We won't know what the Shohei effect is on this organization for another three to four years. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, it makes total sense because everybody is either trade Otani and everybody's either do not trade Otani. If you trade Otani, I'm never going back to Angel Stadium. Yep. You know, so no matter what they do, no one, no one's going to be happy. And the media will kill us no matter what we do, too. Exactly. And what I had proposed before uh, on the stories, usually I'll go on a rant. <clears throat> I said, look, talk to Otani and, and be like, yo, you know, we want to win. This is your legacy. I know we have this guy Trout here, but you you over, you sur- you're surpa- you surpassed him by a mile. This is going to be your legacy. You're going to be the only Japanese player to, to, to be the biggest angels, just like Ichiro is for the uh, Mariners. Yep. Let's do this. We're going to trade you. We're going to get prospects back that are going to help us in the future. But we're going to go for you. And, you know, we're going to for- go for you in uh, free agency, just exactly how the Yankees did with Arolas Chapman. You know, they, they were able to get Glaber Torres and some other guys. And, look, Glaber Torres is still playing there right now. And, you know, whether he's good or not, you know, that's a different story. But they were able to complete that. So if Otani, I mean, from what I see – he looks frustrated right now being an angel, but why would he want to go somewhere else? Why yeah. would he want to go to the Dodgers knowing the, the animosity that angel fan ha- has for that organization up there? Well, why would he turn his back on the team and fan base that's been supporting him when he's been rehabbing from Tommy John and not being anything for the first three years of his career as an angel fan or as an angel player, you know? Yeah. And why we, would he do that? Yeah. And then you've had people that say that, you know, he's worked, you know that he eats, eats in uh, was it Fountain Valley, and the areas around here that with large uh, Asian communities. He likes it. Him and Epe hang out there a lot. They love the area. The people love him. He's always frequenting the area. He loves the fact that his family can watch him at decent hours because he's on the West Coast right. most of his games. 
So, and then there's that Otani factor too. I mean, how many times have we seen him pitch in the East Coast? He struggles. Right. The humidity is not something he likes. Um, there's just a lot of factors that, for me, unfortunately, and I, <laughs> I'm getting this really bad feeling that if it does go the way of going against the Angels and he does leave, you know, and walks away, I see him playing in Seattle. I see him because the owner of that team is obviously the one the of Nintendo. Uh huh. And and uh, and I I it's already been rumored that Seattle is looking at. Well, they've looked at and scouted a lot of p- players from Japan, and they're doing that for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. And Jerry Depoto, he's he's a fucking slinger, man. Yep. And he would love to stick it to us. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so this is my my thought process. Okay. If the Angels don't trade uh, Otani come trade deadline, I think that, okay, so a lot of people always ask me, like, what do you think? Is he going to get traded or is he not? You know, do you think he's going to sign with the Angels? So you think, you know, all, all these questions that everybody's always asking. So, like, people will shoot me those questions. My thing is that if he doesn't get traded come trade deadline, I think there is a better chance that Artie Moreno will sign him because he's still with us. And we have the extra two months or whatever it is of the rest of the season to to work with him and, and, and sign him up, right? Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. But the bad thing that I see from that is that we still have Artie Moreno as the owner. Yep. And he does not like going over the luxury tra- uh, threshold ever. So we're going to put a lot of money, a lot of percentage, percentages uh, out of the, uh, the, uh, the entire payroll on Otani. And that's all we're going to have. We're going to be handcuffed. We're not going to be able to, uh, you know, acquire a free agent because we're paying Otani and he doesn't want to be like Steve Cohen and, and, and you know, get a, a, another player and go over the, the luxury, you know, tr- threshold. I, I, I see that as a bad thing. I don't see that as a good thing because, sure, we'll have Otani. I mean, look, we've had Trout for 10 years and we haven't done shit, but we have Trout, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people... I, I, I'm the guy that wants to, you know, root for the name in the front, not, not in the back. And we've said this many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had Trout for 10 years. We haven't done shit with Trout. We had Otani and Trout for two years or three now where, we you know, Otani's been healthy. We haven't done shit. So now the fact is that if we sign him up, we're not going to have money to – or we will, but he's not going to want to go over and get more people and, and supplement the team because the way they're drafting right now – they're drafting so that these guys can be the ones that are going to take over instead of us picking up people from the free agent market and anything like that. Now, if he does get traded, I don't think he's coming back. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be like a slap in the face type deal. Um, and when when it when you break it down, a friend of mine told me, you you don't think Artie Moreno goes over the 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 threshold for a reason, right? And I'm like, what do you mean? He said. He's he's built a capital, and he continues to build his capital on a yearly basis coming off the profits of the Angels. And I said, okay. And he goes, but he's not one of these billionaire owners. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, his franchise is worth billions, but I don't think he is, which means he's dipping out of his pocket, and he doesn't want to see that capital go down in any way. So even if he has about seven hundred or eight hundred million dollars capital, and he's got to spend about two hundred million, and then see how the year goes to where he can make up money and make and you know build his capital, but back he's a businessman. He does not want to lose 
on a, on a yearly basis or lose money in any way thinking that this cash cow is going to continue. And I think that since 2010, 2011, you know, they got lucky with 14 getting back to the postseason because that wasn't a really a postseason, you know, a team that was supposed to be that good. You and I have agreed that it was a fluke season. Exactly. And, and so what I mean by that, too, and I think you might have brought this up, too, but but – I think there was a time after that last run that the Angels had that all Artie wanted to do was make sure that it was a fan-friendly stadium. You had just enough stars out there to be comparable to say, "Oh, I want to see Mike Trout take on Andrew McCutcheon of the Pirates," or 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 this, you know, in his when he was in his prime, or right. players like that. You know, have it, you know, have a good show to take your family to on a Friday, Saturday night, you know, throwing a few giveaways during the week. And he just got into this mode of, I don't really care about winning up until this year when he supposedly has unfinished business. <laughs> right. Only because, you know, I think he was just trying to dip his toes in the pool to see if anybody would bite, you know, uh, for selling his team. But this what happened to this whole comment? I want my angels to be the uh, Yankees of the West Coast. <laughs> I what by signing Rendon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's the Yankees of the West Coast. I mean, I mean, why why couldn't we have gotten you know more people then? If that's what you're trying to do, like the Yankees bought their their championships, right? So how about how about you you do that? Get some free agents that are actually going to be really good because every single free agent that we've ever gotten has never fucking panned out, and that's in my opinion that includes also. Uh, Tyler Anderson, which I called it back in December when they signed him. I'm like, dude, that dude was a fluke. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. I think that's why. Why do you think you've seen Angel fans like yourself and me and other fans in the vibe of your page be so excited to see these young players come through? Be so excited that an uh, aging veteran like Mustakis has made such an impact. Yeah. Because they rather see a rebuild or a retooling or the farm system be healthy. And this is the healthiest that me and you have seen it in quite some time. Yeah, it's been a long time since we actually had some people, and we're still, you know, down at the bottom ten. Mm-hmm. And that's how bad it's been. Uh, honestly, man, if it's never a guarantee thing that if you trade Otani, you're going to get actual, you know, True. quality. You're you're still, you know, shooting the dice on that part. Uh, but the thing is, you have to go look at that Mookie Betts trade that the uh, Dodgers did. All the people that they sent over to uh, Boston, they fucking completely fleece Boston. Mm-hmm. Most of those people are already out of the league. Yeah, they and only got two guys left, right? Verdugo and uh, I think it's a pitcher. I forget who it is, mm-hmm. but I might be wrong. I, I didn't. It's been a while already. Uh, you know, so trading Otani is not going to guarantee you, you know, anything unless you're not going to rebuild and you want major league caliber ready players. Then fuck. Go go send them to the Reds. I've been you know on that hill for maybe a week or two now. I'm like send them to the Reds. Give us Ellie De La Cruz, man. I love that guy. Well, they wouldn't give him up, but I mean, like you I, want Otani, you got to give him up. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it just depends on who is that hungry to make a statement because obviously, look, you're the Reds are electric now, bro. Imagine Otani at fucking Great American Ballpark. Now, here's the thing. Oh my god. Well, okay, yeah, it w- he would be hitting like 50 homers there if he yeah. had a whole season at least. But my thing is this: a dark horse if the Angels were to trade. A dark horse for me. Who else does Perry have a good relationship with? Oh, um, the Orioles. 
No, the Atlanta Braves. Ooh. The Atlanta Braves, as stacked as they are on their actual major I got the league. chills with that one. Their major league roster, they're stacked. But you imagine Shohei going there with their minor league system, who they can send us, who would be major league ready to play right like that? What if they're butthurt because we send them fucking Sean Newcomb? <laughs> well, that's true. The Newcomb thing. But they, we gave him Iglesias. Yeah. So I mean I think that's a like what's a, up hey, with what's up with E? I mean is he even I haven't heard from him again. He had a rough start off of the IL, but really? he's, but he got another save today. He's been okay, man. It, I root for him all the time. Yeah, he's been pitching all right. But the guy that pissed me off is what was the guy we had last year? The the Latino guy. He came back to Anaheim, a second time here, and then he went back to he was a Dodger too. He and a Ranger. He's been bounced around. But he was with, this is his third time back in Atlanta. He was closing while Inglacius was out, and he was doing a dominant job. I had Luis to, Garcia? No, no, no. It was a it was a pitcher. He was with us for for a couple. A starter or bullpen? Bullpen guy. Damn. Wore glasses. I was gonna say Belisario. Oh, uh, Jesse Chavez. Yes, Chavez. Chavez was closing for them, uh, and, and he was doing a great job. Yeah. Because remember, here he couldn't get an out. Never. Yeah. Yeah. And so he spent two times here. All three times in Atlanta, he's been flourishing. Yeah. So we sent him. What do you think it is? I yeah exactly. Yeah, you know where that <laughs> conversation yeah. starts to go, and it's like coaching. we're beating this freaking dead. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you're gonna blame it on the on the coaching, but maybe I mean I can attest. Okay, I, I never played major league ball, but I like playing in different fields, mm-hmm. and I feel comfortable in a, in certain fields, right? Mm-hmm. Where I always feel comfortable, and maybe he feels comfortable at uh, Truist Park. It could be, but then when you look at other players who have left, like you mentioned, CJ Crone last uh, yeah. earlier. Where did he go after it? Was it was it Minnesota, Detroit, and then he went to Colorado, and yeah. he's he turned his career around. He was yeah, he was very inconsistent here. And then, and then he went somewhere else, did a great job. We saw it with Brandon Marsh last year. Uh, players players seem to get better when they leave he, Anaheim. Immediately, Brandon Marsh, he was doing great. Yeah, he was like a top 10 center fielder uh, last year. I when, haven't followed what he's been doing, but I hope he's he's doing good, man. He's still having a good year this yeah. year for the Phils. But point being, I think if he goes to Atlanta, Atlanta's going to be all in because they're going to be like, hey, we get this guy, we're getting a number one starter. And we're getting a number one power hitter. I mean, Olsen, Acuna, Otani. That lineup would be murderous row. They'd walk through the National League. And then they'd probably win the World Series. And it would be worth it for a rental. Absolutely. And I don't mind seeing Atlanta win. I don't. I actually like Atlanta. I love their fans with the Tomahawks. That's like so awesome. So my dream, I I, I hope, I don't know if I'm going to make it in August because work, you know, mm-hmm. you're a slave at work. <laughs> but I, I really wanted to make the trip out there because obviously growing up here in L.A., you had three choices. You had Dodgers, Angels, and, and Atlanta Braves. And the Cubs. <clears throat> the Cubs, too. With WGN. Oh, yeah. Uh, I. We had cable. I had cable growing up back in the 90s. TBS so. was all Braves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I saw those 90s teams. I fell yep. in love with the Braves, dude. Yep. You know, But obviously I became a fan of the hometown team. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing, I always wanted to go to Turner Field, and obviously that never happened. But I want to go see that Tomahawk chop with the with the lights and everything. Oh, yeah. That place goes nuts, bro. And with the Angels, like with my Angel jersey, it would be a dream come true. Um, so yeah, man, if, if Otani gets traded to the fucking Braves, I wouldn't mind it. There's two teams that I wouldn't mind Otani getting traded to. Okay. The Braves Mm -hmm. and the Padres. Yeah. You know what? I I'm with you on that one. Dude. Yeah. Because 
Every time I've gone to a Padre game, I've been like to five games, and and every time I bring my Angels jersey, I never wear the Padre stuff, obviously. Yeah. But everyone's always like, "Oh, Angels jersey, that's cool. You're an Angel fan. All right, we're cool. Yeah. We just don't like that team north of you guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we fucking vibe on that. Like, hey, you know what? We're on the same team. We don't like the Dodgers, so we're we're good. Yeah. Fuck the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and even when the Padres came last year, and there was a huge uh, amount of Padre fans that's at cool. Angel like Stadium. That. They were really cool. Nobody was being dicks. They were all res- respectful. We're on the same team, man. Yeah. We're, 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 as long as we all root against the Dodgers, we're good. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because I had gone, I think it was two years ago when they played down in San Diego. I was wearing my uh, my trout jersey, and they're like, oh, you're wearing the wrong jersey. You should be wearing a tattoos. I'm like, you know what? I, I like tattoos and everything, but um, I'm an Angel fan. But I'll be honest with you. Every time you guys play the Dodgers, I'm rooting for you guys. And he was like, oh, shit, okay, you're right. Like, it clicked for him because <laughs> yeah. he probably never saw that side. And then he shook my hand. He's like, all right, cool, cool, you're, you're cool. And we were in an elevator because I had to go all the way to the fucking nosebleeds because mm-hmm. I didn't know that stadium during that time. Um, the last time I had gone was back in 2013 when we had, like, Vernon Wells and oh. Bobby Abreu. Actually, the only reason why I love Petco Park was because we had – all our friends had gone to the game – and we saw Vernon Wells get hurt in second base. <laughs> he he something with his thumb, right? Uh-huh. So we were able to get like more trout, like nonstop. I think it was uh, I want to say 2012. Uh, so as soon as he got hurt, it's like nonstop trout, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they ended up releasing Bobby Abreu. So it was like it's trout season, baby. Let's go! And it, I mean, we we never look back. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't mind Otani going to the Braves, man. And I mean, who 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 do we who would we get? I mean, who do they have that is major league ready? They're not going to give us Acuna. Oh no! Like I said, <clears throat> for a, ch- a team that's serious on a rental, they're not going to give you. Any- that's why someone brought up Tampa too as a, as a spot because they were like, oh, we can get Glass now. I'm like, no, no, no. They're going to pair Otani with Glass now. They're not going to give you a, a starter like that. So you're going to have to look at pretty much their top prospects. And you're going to get at least two of those and an up-and-comer from one and or double-A. That's it because it's too late in the game. But Atlanta, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, look, you're taking a real big risk on a rental. You're going to give up some potentially good players. But to have a once-in-a-lifetime guy on your club who can power out a home run at any moment, who could strike out 12 to 13 on any start, that's what you want to get. You're getting two players for one. And it seems like a lopsided trade even doing it. Let's just say Atlanta gives us two really good prospects off their AAA squad, whether it's a position player and a pitcher, and they give us a low A pitcher, right? They're going to be like, man, we gave up a lot. But you're getting two players yeah. for one. That's yeah, the thing. That, that's the thing that the people just it's, – it's hard to comprehend because this is the first time we've ever seen this. Right. So who's your dream team that you would rather acquire the most for your buck? Baltimore, because Baltimore has the most major league ready guys. Don't they have uh what's his name's uh kid? They that he just got drafted last year. Um Holiday? Holiday, right? Yeah, Roy Holiday's kid. No, the other dude, the the hitter. Oh, Matt Holiday? Yeah, Matt Holiday's yeah. kid. Gunner? I yeah, Gunner Holiday. Yeah, it I'm blanking, dude. I might be giving it, you the wrong info, but I know they have that young kid. Uh, I wouldn't mind him coming over here uh, and give us a couple. I think the Orioles have the most to offer the Angels. 
And that's why when you said the dark horse, I said Orioles because I think the Orioles have the best shot to get. Well, yeah, to get if if the Angels really are thinking about getting the most haul back. See, because this is this is a thing. A few years ago, you know, a lot of people say, okay, Tampa is the best run organization because so, somehow they have whatever money they invest into their team mostly goes to the minors, and they get the most out of getting the right players, the scouting, everything seems to work when they do that kind of stuff. But if you're looking at a team that did the right kind of rebuild and gave up on guys like Chris Davis and said, look, we're not going to compete in the American League East. We have to tear this thing down to the goddamn studs and draft well, get international players, and and just develop these players all at the same time while you know it's okay if we suck at the major league level. Trust the process, sort of like the NBA Philadelphia 76ers. Now, Sixers, I don't think, are going to come out on the winning side of that in the long run, obviously, with what they've done. But as far as baseball is concerned, I can easily see the Orioles. Like uh, with the, the catcher, what's his name, Rushman? Or, or, uh, Adley Rushman? Yeah. He was quoted as saying that in the next seven years, he expects to win one to two World Series with the Orioles. You know, I love that because they were saying that the Orioles have so much prospect capital right now that they, they could be that type of team. Absolutely. And... I mean, just look at the back end of the bullpen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and you know, I hated the Orioles because they were such a pain in the ass back in 2014 for the mm-hmm. Angels mm-hmm. Uh, when we were doing the uh, playoff run. But I wouldn't mind them taking over the American League East and just dethroning Boston and the Yankees. Like, they really do have everything. Uh, but I wouldn't mind seeing Otani at Oriole. Uh, Oriole Park is that what they're yeah what called? the thing the thing is he'd be breaking windows on that big warehouse I mean <laughs> just he, like Griffey was yeah moon shots bro Shit. I mean moon shots and it's good for baseball look I love Otani and, and if if he were to be, let's just say best case scenario for the Angels fans they were able to pull that trade pull in a couple top prospects Otani wins a ring with Baltimore or Atlanta free agency comes around and hey man. You you left a good taste in my mouth. I, I love Anaheim. I want to be back in Anaheim. I got my ring. I want to win one with you. Max contract. So we still get our two prospects and we get Otani back. Right. Max contract, though. Is that something? That... <laughs> no. <I'm... laughs> I mean, I'm sure. Come on. Let's all be honest. Everybody wants to say Artie Moreno's cheap. He is. He, he is cheap. But he still pays a lot of. He pays for the wrong but, free agents. <clears throat> but here, here's the thing, though, bro. Okay, so Forbes magazine did a detailed, like, like they broke down what an Otani contract would look like between five hundred and fifty million and six hundred million, and they said whoever were to spend, let's just say, six hundred million on Otani, with revenue, new advertisers, uh, merchandise, and everything else that comes with the Otani package, the prospective team that dishes out that six hundred million would make that up in no less than a year and a half. Yep. So I, I heard that take before. Whoever has Otani is going to make that money back. It's like you're having a free guy playing for you because Pretty you're going to make all that money back in advertising and in, in merchandise and everything that it comes with, a TV deal that you might you know end up getting because everybody's going to want to, in Japan, wants, you know want to see Otani pitching in you know Baltimore. So now you got to go get whatever application you know to to see him so whoever owns the uh orioles tv rights is gonna make bank in in japan yep you know this is this is a no-brainer every team in the in the in the majors should go for otani just because of that whether you want to win or not 
because you're in it for the money, and you know these owners are they're fucking thirsty for money. Oh, absolutely. Ninety eight percent of Japan was watching Otani in the WBC. Ninety eight percent. Who's the most popular team in in uh, in Japan? Angels outside of the Jap- Japanese home team. Right. So whatever team he goes to is gonna, like you said, make bank. Yeah. I'm telling you, whoever does that is is a no brainer. So. Even even um, what is it? Uh, the the athletics they could even do that, even though they have nothing. If they, if they wanted to, yeah. Yeah, but obviously they're just extremely cheap. Well, if that pitcher had panned out for him like they thought, who uh, Fukujama or oh, whatever. that's right, they traded him. Yeah, they traded to Baltimore. Him. Yes, to Baltimore. Look it, at that. Ooh. And you know what? He he turns his uh, season around, and as soon as he starts to get good, Oakland gets rid of him. And then that's another good arm for Baltimore because remember he he was terrible out the gate, lost the starting job. Yeah. But imagine though, like you said, Oakland would be getting a lot of eyes too, and they probably were because they saw one of their their home people over there from Japan pitching in Oakland. Yeah. And then if they even sign them up, you know, for a full contract for many years, they're going to go to Vegas. That's going to be the attraction too. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I think every team should be on on this, not just because, oh, we're the Kansas City Royals and we are out of the race and we're the flyover city. We shouldn't be. No, you should, because now you got a lot of money coming in from Japan. A lot of the Asian community in in Kansas City is going to go and see your your games now. You know, you're going to you're going to be really you know, you're going to be everywhere. He's going to be wearing your jersey. So and and despite who's coming down the pipe from Japan, like I've already heard of a couple other pitchers from, you know, that that have a one ERA that they're saying, oh, man, this guy's got some filthy stuff, filthy movement. These guys are going to be signing on the offseason. All right. That's all well and good. But Otani's still going to be your number one big fish because, again, can those guys hit? No. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, so, like I said, I think my dream team would be – who would I say my dream team would be? You said Baltimore, right? Baltimore, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing him in Atlanta or uh, San Diego, but I swear to God I better not see him in Dodger Blue. No, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm a total agreement with you. If he went to the Tigers, if you said the Royals, I don't care. <laughs> I'm fucking okay with yeah, it. He, even if hurt. he goes to the Giants. It's it's like that girlfriend that leaves you, bro. You don't want him to go with your yeah. rival. Like, nah, dude. No. You you just completely bitch slapped me like that, backhanded. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's gonna hurt. But if you go to if you go play with the what about the Rangers? They got Al Lighter's <sighs> kid right there. Would you, see, you would you do that? Look, look, I can probably stomach him in a Seattle uniform as much as that pains me because, like, look, for me, the only time the Mariners have rivaled us, I feel, is that 1995 season. Yeah. And I still haven't gotten over that despite the World Series win. I'm still butthurt. Yeah, I am yeah, too. I'm, I'm very butthurt when it comes to that. But if he were to go to Texas, that that notches that up because then not only are you going to te- – because at least if he goes to Seattle, he's got an incompetent coaching staff up there with service. Depoto's very hot and cold. You never know what he can do. He could ruin a franchise or bring it up in, in no time. But if he goes to Texas, they seem to be getting their shit together. They got Bruce Bochy down there. They're a year ahead of schedule. Uh, they would turn into the new Houston because you know how Houston's got Dusty Baker, a yeah, well-organized yeah. Uh, minor league system, major league system, world champions. Dude, I, I couldn't do it. I could do it. I don't know. Yeah, Texas is kind of iffy too. But okay, but if you had to choose Texas and Dodgers. Oh, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we're on the same page. <laughs> Texas. Imagine him next year in the All Star game wearing the Texas jersey. Ooh, and being the home guy. Oh. And home run derby too. I bet you. You go for it. Like 
It's my second chance. Oh, that would be terrible. Dude, why did they choose fucking Arlington for the fucking All-Star game? That stadium sucks. Yeah, that's why I heard. I heard it's not the best stadium, but hey, you build a new stadium, yeah. they automatically give you one. Yeah, you have to. Can mm-hmm. we build a new stadium, dude? I think we need another All-Star game. We were talking about that the other night. It would be painful if they tore down the Angel Stadium. I wouldn't want them to do it. I don't want a new stadium, bro. That's all I know. That's my home. Yeah, I'd like a remodel, but not a new stadium. Remodel the outside. I honestly, I, I want that big A back in center field, bro. Yeah, they need to do something in center field. There's a big nothing out there. Yeah, except for Saturdays for your fucking fireworks. Yeah, that is true. You have to have that open. No, <laughs> dude, I really wouldn't mind having the big A or just fucking make a new big A and put it right in center field. So when you're watching the game, you, you know where you're at. You're at the big mm-hmm. A, bro. You know, back how they used to have it back in the 70s. And I think the Angels are due for a rebrand. Like a like, new like, unis, yeah. Man. Like or just be like, hey, because look, look what the um, the uh, twins, the yes, uh, those twins jerseys are fucking clean. Yes, the, I love them. Look at the Royals when they when they went to their baby blues again, mm-hmm. and then you had the Brewers. You know, go, go to their back to their pinstripes. If we went back to what we were wearing this weekend with those throwbacks, it would be sick, dude. You know how many people would go out and get jerseys like that? So I <laughs> on Friday. Um, I bought two hats, those throwback hats, two of mm-hmm. them, two, so I can have one and wear it, and one just in case, you know, three years down the line, I want to have a brand new one, because it's been so hard for me to look for that hat and find it, uh, but yeah, I wouldn't mind them, I mean, I don't think they're going to switch over back to the old school stuff, but at least bring it off, like, bring it in more often, like, come on, dude, yeah. Every, look at Trout, how fucking clean he looked with that hoodie, and that little thin A, you know? Oh, yeah. Amazing fucking logo. It's my favorite all logo. Of, all of them look great. Or or even the California Angel when they wore it, wore it the last year with a red uh, red bill and the blue top and the CA. I mean, it's a clean look, too. Both those looks are my favorite. Yeah. The 80s look and the 90s look is my favorite. That jersey you're wearing right now is my favorite. Yep, yep. Yeah. That's that's the one with the yellow uh, halo on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, again, rebranding would be an amazing thing, you know, like getting rid of the whole white and red is just it's just so plain yeah i mean that was that was an uh a, a, that was a good marketing ploy by the by the disney to be different from their their look and then try to have a red versus blue you know in the la market but um you know we're, we got to go back to the grassroots we're not los angeles that los angeles shit needs to die already yeah, we're, we're anaheim it is what it is Let's move forward, and or if you're not going to claim Anaheim, let's claim the whole goddamn state like we did before. <laughs> California, baby, yeah, we're exactly. the only California team. Hey, but I wouldn't mind if the Angels just stuck with the City Connects. I fucking love those. Them, are cool. And do you okay? There was a Giants fan, right? I was, he made a U, uh, YouTube uh, video about uh, he ranked the twenty uh, uh, City, City Connects. Connects. Yeah, and guess where he put the Angels? Twenty. Sixteen. What the fuck? He said, okay, he put the Dodgers at 20, saying because they really didn't change it much. He Dude, said, it's just a blue fucking uh, county jail fucking jumpsuit. Pretty, I mean, it fits. Might as well have been orange. <laughs> but, but I mean, like, they should have, you know, he's like, man, there's so much in L.A. How can you not incorporate, like, the Hollywood Hills or, or freaking palm trees? Anything. And they didn't do anything like that. They didn't, you know, no movie sets, no nothing. So he's like, oh, that, that jersey sucked. And then I was, I was like, oh, like, he's going to definitely put the Angels in the top 10 at least. Right. Then he puts a 16th, bro. He <laughs> said it's very unimaginative. There's, How so? He says there's no oranges, you know, saying Orange okay, County. Okay, let me put some oranges, bro. <laughs> Seriously? Like, nah, dude. Like, the surfboard 
fucking it's the the a <clears throat> it's just everything i love the off-white they call it cream i like to call it yeah, off-white it, but I, I i love it dude it just reminds me of the uh, uh the giants jerseys when they were like was it the giants that were wearing off-white for a while yeah they were in cream in the bonds yeah, era yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. i i love that so when the angels put this on it's just it was perfect dude you know, it looks good. And the matching helmets look awesome. Um, the stockings or socks when you wear them high. So the Angels have a good look, but they were. But he's like, oh, Should no. Should have been higher. Yeah. He, I think I saw the video, too. Yeah, he, he actually put the Orioles and the Reds higher because he says there's something on the inner side of the jersey. Like, if you look really close at the black part, there's, like, these designs that are hidden that you have to really look. It's like, mm. what's the point of that? You know what I mean? Okay. Like, they look super <laughs> plain to me with everything that you could have did. But aside from the Angels being my favorite CD Connect, mm -hmm. um, you know which ones I like a lot? What's that? The Reds. You like the Reds one? Yeah, dude. I don't know why. It just feels like futuristic. It's all black with that. You know, it feels like, I don't know, man. It just, there's something about it. I, I, I like it a lot. Well, there, I do like, like, there's some that on there that, like, I don't agree with like he said the houston one was top five he liked that one i i, I like that one too because the nasa writing right and it's on, yeah. you know and then and then Space um, city and all but i do like chicago that i think that's my next favorite one uh the white Sox. White Sox? yeah where it says shy town or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. Or, you know that looks pretty cool um he was saying the giants one looks good i'm like yeah because you're a giants fan <laughs> of course yeah, yeah. um uh, but but there's some that they, they could have went with more imaginative i still think the worst one is the dodgers it's oh, just yeah. blue it's terrible like okay fucking bl dodger blue let me make them blue like that was literally whoever put that up was like 12 you know the the last minute like oh we need one for the dodgers fucking blue yeah yeah and, and I didn't like the Pirates at first, but then when he was explaining the stuff with it, I'm like, all right, that was decent. And the Rangers the same way when it when it was when he said what the logo meant and what what the jersey design meant. I was like, oh, OK, I get it. Right. right. Yeah, it was it was it was like the independence from Texas. So I was like, all right, that's cool. I get it. That one's that was pretty tight. I still think the Angels have the best one, in my opinion, because it's either black dodger blue but we got cream yeah you know, we got the cream fucking off white i, I love yep. that color around but yeah like the whole the whole otani thing uh i i think that it's gonna be you know like you said like the last minute type deal like we're gonna trade him or we're not gonna trade him yeah and that's what's gonna dictate our fucking franchise for the next five years man that <laughs> is it that decision in that very moment hey somebody uh somebody sent me a message they're like <clears throat> Excuse me. They're like, hey, so what do you think packaging Otani with Rendon so we can get that fucking idiot out of our fucking squad? Would you would you do that? Well, absolutely. But thing is that it would diminish the return. Absolutely. That's the thing because you're taking on. You would have to do what you did with that dude uh, Will Wilson to get rid of the Zach Cozart, mm -hmm. uh, a thing. You know that that trade or uh, trade him to the Giants and and give uh Will Wilson that was your number 1 pick for shortstop I think. Yeah, he never and panned out thankfully. He, yeah, man, but still like we had to do that to get rid of a contract because Artie Moreno was so high on like, oh, we got to get the guy that's just, you know, again, another one-year wonder type guy and now mm -hmm. I I'm not saying Rendon was a year one-year wonder, but there was no need to go get Rendon even though we still needed a third baseman. There was no reason for it and now do we really have to fucking pack him with Otani mm. so we can fix a mistake? Let's just say we still have Brandon Marsh. And this is how I would see it going down. We would make a trade at the deadline where the big name would be Rendon moving, but he's not the quality. 
if the stock was still high on Adele and we had Brendan Marsh, I think that's what it would take for a team to take on Rendon's Rendon, I mean, uh, Adele and Marsh? Yeah. Damn, they're two best prospects at one point. Yeah, and you're talking about Adele at his max, like before he came up here and shit the bed last year. So that would be the only way because when you're sitting there like, man, we're going to have to pay about upwards to $80 million for Rendon, but we're getting Marsh and Adele under control for quite some time. And you still run the risk of him actually turning it around for that franchise. Yes. You know, because, okay, maybe I'm done with all my injuries. It was just like a fucking thing that I was going through, you know. And then he starts being the Rendon that he was in Washington. And now we look like idiots again because, again, somebody left and they do good, like Brandon Marsh. But the thing is, though, Rendon's just turning into a bigger ass by the day. Oh, with all his comments and then just, like, even saying in the to Sam Blum, it's almost laughable what's happening to, happening to me. It's like, no, bitch, you're a laughing stock, not what's happening to you. Like, literally 95% of the league will play through the injuries you've suffered. And his ass is just like, I can't play. I'm I not mean, feeling it in my body. He never, the doc, it doesn't say team doctors are sitting him, ever. <laughs> is it really like his call? It's his call. That's not fucking cool, bro. Imagine your boss tells you, you need to work. You're like, no, nah, dude, I don't feel good. You're going to get fired. Exactly. But, you know, they don't hold any unac- accountability at this point. No. The, the fact of the matter is that. They, this guy, when he first got signed, there was a reporter. He was saying like, hey, and I said this before, like, I, I don't like baseball. I just play it because I'm fucking good. Yep. So Artie Moreno went to get a guy that's nonchalant like that and gave him like an Albert Pujols fucking contract. Mm-hmm. And look how it's panned out. He's literally shit the bed every single year. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he's a fucking amazing person outside of the fucking field. You know, I'm not going to say mm-hmm. anything about that. I don't know him personally, but I, I can't say how he plays between those white lines. I, I think he's been like, fuck, dude, he's rivaling a Vernon Wells type fucking deal. It's the, worse. You know, <clears throat> like, and I I detested Vernon Wells as a player. Again, it's not a personal thing. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah we're not at, attacking him. I'm sure they're amazing people, amazing, you know, but as players, you know, and as fans that we want, you know, you got paid millions because you were really good in Toronto and then you come to Anaheim and you're fucking Vernon Wells, you know, you're winning the world series for the Washington nationals just become, you know, clutch city with you. And then you come to Anaheim. Uh, I got paid. I, I'm not going to fucking, you know, play through this fucking, you know, pain or whatever. Like, come on, dude, that's fucked up. And that's the thing that like, I agree with you on. And it's been so frustrating since we've had him because that year Garrett Cole was the number one, it, you know, depending on who you talk to or what you think, that Garrett Cole was going to be here or not, the Angels had an opportunity to get him, whether he wanted to be Yankee or not, or what you know, Angel or not. They just didn't want to give him that money. Yeah. Either way, the ball bounced. the 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 fact of the matter is, the Angels played that free agent year as if it were fantasy football. Yeah. So the first the guy, next guy available, yeah, next guy available. I don't care what if he's a quarterback, running back, receiver. We're getting. Him. <laughs> Thank God they didn't get Strasburg. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's even worse. Oh man, you know this is one thing that really just pisses me off, and this is the message that Artie Moreno is sending to the players, like Trout and Otani. Mm-hmm. This this off season, when you went to uh, Tyler Anderson to to get a pitching guy, and you got Renfro, which. I know he hasn't been that hot lately. I, I still like him, you know, but 
you have Otani in your last year of his contract or his, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you call it. Don't you want to go all out and show him that you're you want to win this you're fucking committed. season? Go over that fucking t- luxury tr- trash trash hole. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your trash hole. You know, go over it. Yeah. And and go get your pitchers. You know, make your team fucking good. You literally got Tyler Anderson, who was gonna be good with the fucking Dodgers, or he would have been great with the fuck with the Houston Astros. And then you want to get that guy, knowing that it was a fucking one year thing, and not get other stud pitchers that were available to to you know tell Otani like send the message like look we're we're here to win and we're gonna supplement to help you win. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. They didn't they didn't do anything like that. Um, and I can't even remember. Did they trade for Renfro? They did, right? No, they. Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did from from uh, the Brewers. Yes. Who did we give up for that? Not much. Just a minor league pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So we didn't we didn't get him for all that much because they knew exactly what they were getting out of Renfro, and I think Renfro's been messed up by Thames this year. But I I, I believe that it also came down to not hiring the right coaching staff. I mean, if you're going to show you're all in, do it by the free agency, like you said. Do it by acquiring players, but also give him the best coaching staff to work with him and get him to the promised land and Trout. But they went with the same old guys, and it's shown. They've made plenty of mistakes this year that have hurt the Angels in so many ways. And I will say one thing, though, to give Perry credit. Um, He's not an Epler guy. He's not a yes man. He's told Artie no on prospective free agents that Artie wants. So at least, you know, Perry's like, I want guys who believe in the angel way. And he's trying to set a culture, which I appreciate that he's doing. But we have a guy that was in the Artie Epler era that has that bad culture, which is Rendon. And again, he could be the nicest guy, like you said, the sweetest guy or whatever. But when you're coming out there publicly saying, I don't I don't owe the fans anything. I don't give a shit what they say. I'm mad that they're upset with me for being injured. It's like, well, then, bitch, play. <laughs> I don't need to prove anything to them. Yep. Um, you want to see what I do? Go look at my highlights. Yep. Like, seriously, you're fucking Pablo, Pablo Sandoval. That's what Sandoval said to the fucking Red Sox, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, right after the, uh, the, the MVP with the uh the giants for the world series mvp he he got signed he got signed up i think in 2012 by the red sox and it just completely tanked right Mm -hmm. and he literally came out and said look i don't i don't need to prove anything like yeah you fucking do yeah you do bro you you did what you had to do over there you got paid you need to prove it here because you just got paid for rendon to say i don't need to prove anything to anyone is the stupidest thing you could say as a baseball player maybe he should be coached as to what not to say because you don't say that to to a fucking team that it's desperately trying to win their fans and then you say that like you don't need to prove anything you have everything to prove because you haven't done shit for the organization bro as aside from taking those checks and and being all happy you know like dude i can do the same thing you're doing dude and and still make that money you know because it's just laughable at this point that he would make a comment like that and everybody's okay Everybody's still a Rendon lover. Like, he's such a professional hitter when he's there. Okay, sure. But it's all about what have you done for me lately, man. Absolutely. And you haven't done shit. Yeah, your Washington stuff that you did doesn't equate here. You know what I mean? Pujols' St. Louis stuff doesn't equate here. It's what you do for, like you said, what what have you done for me lately? And he hasn't done anything. He hasn't been on the field. So if you're asking the fans to respect you, you should respect them first. 
And if you're not respecting him, you're not on the on the field. You get what you deserve. The best and, thing he's done as an Angel fan was slap the shit out of fucking Wanker. That's yeah, it. that's it. That's that's. I mean, because that's more than what I could have said for the rest of the team that day. But for the for the most part, I mean, come on, dude. The guy's been a laughing stock. He's been embarrassing. When you got a 36 year old Mike Mustakis being more enduring to the fans in three and a half weeks, I fucking than, love that guy. Than you have in three years. Actually, I'm gonna tell you something really quick. I hated Mustakas. You know why? Why? He beat the shit out of us in the playoffs in With 2014. The yeah, yeah. So I fucking hated him, bro. He hit that blast to right field. He dismantled us, dude. Him and Eric Hosmer. So I hated him. I hated him, bro. I, I was so bitter. Guess what? I fucking love him now. Yeah. Well, in he, three weeks. Well, look what happened, dude. Okay, so he's known Renfro for, what, three weeks, right? Yeah. Renfro, uh, after he hits a home run, Renfro gets a pitch in on him, almost hits him, knocks him to the ground. He hasn't even taken off the Kabuto hat yet. And he gets up on the front step, Mustakis, and starts yelling at the other side saying, you want to hit someone, hit fucking me. Don't throw at fucking Renfro, throw at me. And he's taunting the other dugout, and they don't do shit. Why? Because Mustakis is a fucking leader, and he looks like a badass. He looks like Hulk Smash. You know what I mean? So I don't want to pick a fight with that dude. He's huge. Dude. Like even when they show him on the jumbotron, he has that like pissed off look. Yeah, yeah, I seen it. I'm like, why does it look so fucking pissed off? <laughs> I've seen that shit too. I, I noticed it, yeah. uh, dude. I really wanted the Angels to go after him before the Reds signed him. Uh, and then obviously he didn't yes. really pan out. Yes. Uh, he didn't pan out. And I was like, oh, that kind of sucks, you know, because he would have been perfect for second base because we didn't, at that point, we were trotting out fucking Fletcher and fucking Velasquez. Or I don't know who we had in second oh, base. Who do we have at second? Oh, no, we had, um, because at the time we had Alberto Cayaspo. No. Yeah, at third and second. They were. Cayaspo was like 2012, Are you 2013. Sure? Yeah, that's way back. Okay, then I'm going way too far back. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah they had someone over there, but we could have used him as an upgrade because. I, I, I wanted him, dude. Dude, even with Cincinnati, he was hitting, what, 29, 30 bombs? Yes. Something like that. Yeah. Everybody hits that, that part. Yeah, yeah. That's why I want Otani to go there. And he still can rake for, what, 36 years old? Dude. So. There was a graphic where, uh, where did he come from? He came from Cincinnati? No, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. He had like fucking four home runs or three home runs. Oh, no, Colorado in, this year. Colorado. Oh, the Rockies? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, three home runs in Colorado, and he's been here with us for three weeks, and he already has five? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, he's really fucking coming through. He's like found his groove. Mm -hmm. I'm happy for him, even though I, I didn't like him because he destroyed our 2014 team. Mm -hmm. I, 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 man, I really wanted to win, but... I was at that game, game one, dude. I think it was Hosmer or fucking uh, Moose that hit that bomb. I was like, dude, this is it. They um, had they had a they had a really good team that year. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, they they were just you know one two three at the back of the bullpen. Mm -hmm. Caleb and Escobar, uh, Holland, and I forget who the other guy was. Uh, yeah, I forgot who their closer was, but they had a they had a kick ass bullpen. I mean, he, they reminded me a lot of the Angels because you just pitch five innings, you get to that bullpen, it's over. Well, the Angels bullpen was like that in 2014. Mm -hmm. That was what they were saying. The three, uh, uh, you know, the three headed horse or whatever monster. That, that was us. Mm -hmm. That was us. But then because the you know the Royals, the 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 team that hasn't been in the playoffs in such a long time, was getting all the headlines. We had our guys. I forgot who was closing for us. Was it uh, uh, Jason Greeley and uh, uh, was it Greeley? I think Greeley was playing with us. We Greeley. had traded for him from uh, from the Pirates, and we gave up Ernesto Ferrieri for him. Yeah, I, I think it was uh, who was the closer? The one that used to come out to the um, what song? Led Zeppelin song. Oh, I don't uh, know. I don't know Led Zeppelin. He came, he came from Oakland. 
he was our closer forever. Uh, it's bothering me and forgetting all these names. Uh, it's been a long day. Um, Not Houston Street. Was it Houston Street? Are you sure? Was it Houston I, I Street? Sw- I swear. It probably I'm, was Houston Street. I'm looking it up right now. I just remember Houston Street being hurt, bro. But when he was on, he was freaking on, though. That was the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like that slow little pitching, the way he would set up and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but just to give it up. It you was know, Houston talking, Street. It was Houston Street? It was Houston Street. I guess correctly. Yeah, they had they had a pretty good bullpen back in the day. They did have Grilly, like you said. They had uh, Jason Grilly. Actually, got I I don't I don't care for autographs. I don't really like to take pictures with the guys. I don't I that's not me. But for some reason, I got his autograph. Uh, I had a Pittsburgh hat that I took, and he he's like, "You got a Pittsburgh hat?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Here, let me sign it." I'm like, "Sure, fuck yeah, dude, sign it." And mm. I didn't even ask for it, you know. And that's the only one I have. But I don't know where that hat's at because I'm not that type of guy. <laughs> I don't I don't care for that shit. Yeah. Um, but dude, I'm telling you, the whole Rendon thing, packaging him with Otani would be a, a a huge fucking like I don't think they would do it, but if they do it, it's because they realize how bad that decision was to uh sign him up. Mm-hmm. Because when it happened, I remember me and my brother were watching it and I'm like, No, not him. We don't need him. That's too much money. Yeah. Like and the only reason why I didn't like him too is because Throughout that whole season for Washington in my fantasy league, he was getting dropped. He was getting picked up. He was getting dropped. So he wasn't consistent. He only just bursted out in the playoffs, and Artie Moreno got all fucking horny about it. He's like, oh, let me get this guy because, you know, I got to get the the shiny new toy. And Mm -hmm. look at us now. He literally had two good years in his career up until that point to the postseason run. And if you look at it, too, I think that year it was more impressive by a former Angel Howie Kendrick. Howie oh, Kendrick was yeah. the NL. You know, he was beat doing, the Astros single-handedly. Yeah, beat the Dodgers with that Grand Slam single-handedly. Mm-hmm. He he was the one that was really kicking ass for 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 the uh, the Nationals, Nationals. But we gave in and got Rendon. And I, my thoughts were, okay, we're gonna have a pretty damn good solid lineup. We're gonna be scoring a lot of runs. But then as soon as I tried to, you know, I took my halo honk off for a second. I'm like. But who's going to pitch? <laughs> you know, like we need that ace still. We've been screaming for an ace the last four years. Where the fuck is the ace? And that's what happened. Again, it was Garrett Cole. It was uh, Steven Strasburg. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's you think that Rendon contract was bad? Steven Strasburg contract is even worse. Yeah, I heard he might not ever pitch might, again. Yeah, exactly. Man, that sucks, man. And he was such a pivotal. He played such a pivotal role in that 21 World Series. Yep. Was it 21? 2020 uh, no it was 2019 19, yeah right before covid yeah because i remember i still remember watching his first game versus pittsburgh i, I remember tuning into that yeah. game because he was so touted like this everyone was guy. yeah everyone was amazing like, game bro yeah he was just he struck out what 14 in his debut yeah yeah i mean he was killing it and i was like dude this guy is gonna be around forever yeah right <laughs> <laughs> oh man and then you, fucking washington nationals they had everyone they had they had Harper come up too and mm-hmm. everything, you know. But I'm glad they got their championship because they I got think the title. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Without Harper though, that kinda sucked. Yeah. But um I don't know, man. I think like I said, Otani, you know, signing or packaging packaging him up with Rendon would be a mistake. A lot of people are saying, like, dude, I don't care. We're not gonna keep Otani anyway. Get rid of get rid of uh, Rendon because this, this guy's just the worst. This just brings up a point that I know Major League Baseball is too proud and their union is way too strong. 
But if Major League Baseball would adopt a similar setting to what the NFL can do Draft with picks. contracts, no, with contracts as far as no contract being a hundred percent, like you play to get paid, right? You realize how that would change the game. Rendon would be like, oh, dude, I got to go play. Oh, yeah. This guy would be playing 120, 140 <laughs> games for us. He wouldn't be load management. He wouldn't be getting hurt. Yeah. And he would have been cut a long time ago. Oh. Because, okay, because just like in the NFL, you could be like, hey, you know what? Yeah, this guy isn't working out. We gave him a big contract two years ago. We'll take a cap hit this year, but we're good after that. Yeah. And the Angels, imagine what they could do. They could have cut him last year and been like, well, the last four years don't matter. We'll pay the certain amount that the league mandates. To, yeah. And that's it. And you could walk away from contracts. You wouldn't have those Chris Davis contracts. Yeah. You wouldn't have those Bobby Bonillas. Let's pay him for 30 years. You know what I mean? The Albert Pools. Yeah, the Albert Pools too. <laughs> I'm still butthurt about Pools, man. That guy was such a. I mean, he still produced, bro. He was a all star in 2015. We'll see. We'll see. He Pujols compared to this douchebag, like Pujols contract looks great now. It Com- does compared to him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, Pujols 2.0 over here. At least we got games out of Pujols. <laughs> you know, he may have hit into a 5,000 double plays, but at least he hit some home runs. He got some good moments double for play us. Machine. Exactly. Yeah, man. I uh, I don't know, but this whole Rendon thing, it's kind of getting me like really sad so. depressed yes yeah, i'm probably gonna jump off the window now <laughs> dude it's just good sucks, thing where man. you have a one-story house <laughs> no bro remember angel center has their uh studio in the 69th floor oh that's right remember that yeah, yeah we're... we have security at the, in the fucking door yeah. front door mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so so tell me this mm-hmm. what message and I've seen this before, and it's not my question. It's just me asking you this because I want to know what you want to say or what you have to say. If the uh, Angels trade Otani, what message, message does that send to Trout? I guess that sends of a, a message of, well, he had his time here. You had your time with him. I know you guys are good friends. But now it's on to the next chapter of your career. And if you want to establish your legacy – you had your chance. We had our chance. Maybe you dropped the ball. Maybe we dropped the ball. But now is the next chapter, and you got to make it happen. Because I think a lot of this is on him. You know, I brought up in the post game. If you're able to recruit for the WBC, why can't you recruit in the off season? I'll tell you why. Because hmm. every free agent that goes to the Angels, no matter how good they were before, just come turn into complete trash, or you get a free Tommy John. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's sad but true man that's it's sad fucked up yep so why would you be garrett cole and want to go to a fucking pitch for the angels and you're like oh you guys give out free tommy johns man i don't know man i mean i've seen a couple free agent pitchers come through here and not get tommy john so there's still hope yeah dude but see the thing is that i think the angels fail trout a hundred percent oh absolutely a hundred percent dude how are you gonna have him for 10 years and not make a single playoff appearance other than 14. Well, in the offseason, I'm going to do a retrospective on Artie Moreno and who he's brought in via Epler you know, and even Perry to support Mike Trout. And you'll see the names that I'm going to pull, and you're going to be like, really? Yes, I some... know what you're bringing. Yeah, I yeah. know it, dude. I know what you're going to tell me. Yeah. Like, seriously, and I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to ruin your list, but I, I totally understand where you're coming from because I know what they did. 
And see, the thing is, during those times, I don't think they were trying to win, even though they had Trout. They just were trying to put out a team out there just to make sure there was a team out there. How the fuck are you going to have that dude, Danny Duffy, batting three or four and all on opening day, bro? Mm-hmm. How the hell are you going to have Andrew Heaney as your number one starter? Exactly. How are you going to have... Uh, what's his fucking name? That dude uh, from the Marlins. He's pitched for the Marlins as your opening day starter. Remember that guy? Um, fuck, what's his name, man? But you you had a guy that hasn't had opening day starts, mm-hmm. and you have him as your opening day starter. God damn it! it I think it was like 2019. Also, they had guys like Tommy Hunter and stuff like that. R.I.P. Yeah come through the organizations like. hey, remember joe blanton bro how bad he was he he was like 16 and oh before he got his first win in 2013 you mean oh and 16 yeah oh and 16 right yeah. yeah 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 that's when we had gone hamilton and we're like oh shit 2014 is gonna be lit or 2013 is <laughs> gonna be lit no sir not, not whatsoever <laughs> no no yeah man so what do you what do you think so aside from the whole otani are we gonna trade him or not do you think it's the correct thing for the Angels to trade him whether we're in the thick of things or not? And you're you thinking about the future. You're thinking about two, three years down the line. You're not thinking about now because... If, if you have no reality or no... no, If you know... If Artie is the only one that really knows, but and Perry, but if they realize that there's no shot at him for next year or there's maybe a 20% chance because all I heard was that he's willing to go $500 million. The asking price went up to six. So if you're able to go five hundred million, that's all nice to make yourself look good. Is but that what what's out there right now? That's what Artie said. Artie said that he'll go five hundred million, but the asking price, from according to ESPN's Buster only, said that it could start northwards of five fifty to six hundred million. So if Artie already knows that that story came out two weeks prior, and he's saying five hundred million, you're just throwing it out there like, hey, yeah, we're gonna take a shot at him, but you're not really in on him. So if they're not really in on him, what the fuck are we doing with him? Right. So trade him at that point. I you know, I think they should just have a fucking straight up conversation. Like, look, this is how much money we're going to give you. This is what we're going to offer you the most. Wait, will you take it? And if Otani says, no, nah, man, I want more, then trade him and fucking get your prospects and retool your whole organization. Right. Mm-hmm. My only hope that I still kind of my fanboy, you know, Otani take is this. If Otani was willing to not signed for 200 million when he first signed with the angels he left all that money behind because he wanted to come and prove himself my thing is what if he doesn't really care about the money and maybe he doesn't care about being 500 to 600 million dollar guy he just wants to win right that's a whole thing and if the angels show him and prove to him that we could win maybe he doesn't take that 500 600 mil from the dodgers or from fucking the Mets, maybe maybe that's my my whole like fanboy. Like if he does, if he didn't care before, he's not gonna care now because he's still he's still rich now. He still has a lot of, a lot of money. He's making making more money in in his uh, advertising that he's doing for Japan and everything. Like my guy is rich already. Yeah. So so at this point, it's just flexing. Like yeah, I'm the I'm the guy that got six hundred million. You know. <laughs> That's my only hope as a fanboy of Otani that he doesn't care about the money, that he will stay. But I think the Angels should still have a conversation like, yo, if we give you 550, would you take it? 
You know, yeah, we yeah. are the ones that give you your your shot. Nobody else in MLB was gonna let you fucking pitch and and hit. We did. So what's up? You know, are you gonna are you gonna take that or not? No. Okay. Cool. We're gonna trade you, and we're gonna get everything we can back because we're gonna rely back on on Mike Trout. We want him to win his World Series. We don't we don't need him to be another Ken Griffey Jr., Tony Gwynn. You know, whatever. And and do it that way. Just be fucking transparent about it. There's no need to be like, you know, oh, what are we gonna do? Trout, you know, the, the last minute of things. Like, no, nah, just just be straightforward. You know. I agree because I think it's more of his agent that wants the six hundred million. But we'll see what he happens. Wants his cut. <laughs> yeah, he wants a huge cut. Think, um, uh, think about, think about. Let's say, the, what what is it? The, the agents get like ten um, percent. So. 10% out of 600, man, what is that like? 60 million maybe, right? I know I might be wrong about that one. I think that sounds about right. Yeah, so 600 million, 10%, 60 mil. I think that's what his uh his guy's going to want to go for. I mean, come on, if I was his his uh his guy, I'm going to go for the most I mean, you got a gold mine right there in Otani. You're going to go for the most ever. You're going to make sure your family is taken care of, your kids is taken care of, your your kids kids 6 mil just for, you know, getting a contract for Otani, 10%. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I think Boris actually asks ask for uh, 15% now. Mm-hmm. Um uh, <clears throat> funny story. I met uh my boy JG over here. Uh he works for Boris and he's an intern. He plays ball with with our team. Shout out to uh, OC Red Sox. We play in Irvine. Uh, he's a catcher. He was a bullpen catcher for LSU. Uh, we've already had two games, man. My guy's a stud, uh, and he's always telling us stories like, "Hey, you know, like this and this and this and that." And I asked him like, "What's up, bro? What do you think about Ellie?" He's like, "Yeah, right now we're working on giving him some more. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, of." What are, deals or whatever for uh, advertising and shit like mm-hmm. that because he's only getting paid the minimum and he wants more money, and like he's telling us like stories from you know behind the behind the the scene and it's pretty cool that he's working for Boris and and like I I know him you know I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna see if he wants to come through on the pod and give some stories but I'm like hey so what's up like what is what is Boris like how come he doesn't want to have Otani and and be his agent and he's like oh it's just you know a lot of legalities that come with that. He went into the, this whole spiel about it, but I'm like, so what do you think about Ellie? You think he he'd love to play for the Angels? He's like, man, my guy's just excited to play right now, and he's actually already met him and everything. Uh, he has pictures of Doltani. He's already showed me all that. I'm like, dude, it, I want to be an inter- intern for Boris, man. <laughs> I just have to go out to LSU and and play ball, but I'm too old for that already. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Boris is probably like. Again, one of the most well-known agents. I think he's even, you know, more well-known than the NFL agents and NBA agents. I'm going to look up his um, percentage on what he gets. Yeah, he gets the most money for most of his clients. And the only guy I know that ever, you know, pissed him off was Jared Weaver. (laughs) You know, Jared Weaver took, what, $82 million at the time when he could have probably got double that. Sorry, dude. Scott... Earns five percent commission on all contract. You know, five percent. That's not that much. I thought it was fifteen. I heard somebody said fifteen. Well, maybe he's negotiated fifteen percent for certain clients, but yeah, five percent seems like a little bit because I, I always heard like it's either uh, 
three percent or ten percent, and mm-hmm. for him to be getting five, it doesn't seem right. I think he should be getting more than that. Well, yeah, being the top agent out there, then I mean, the most recognized one of all time, in my yep, opinion. Yep. Yeah, so 5% is really nothing. I mean, it's still a lot when you're signing Garrett Cole to so much money and you're – was uh, Pujols a – no, he no, wasn't. He wasn't. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rendon was. Mm-hmm. The, ra- he, the rare Boris clients. Yeah. Are we ever going to get another uh, uh, Boris? Hey, he's a huge Angel fan, by the way, Boris. Which is weird, you know, because – And he hates the Angels. <laughs> the, yeah, he hates the Angels front office. We don't like him, and Artie really doesn't like him. So, But he's an Angel fan, dude. Yeah. Uh, remember we we saw well, he was being uh, showed on TV with uh, Alex Keuchel sitting mm-hmm. in the back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, we're gonna get Alex Keuchel. He or was Alex auditioning. Keuchel. What's his name? Um, Dallas Keuchel. Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> I actually wanted him bad too. Like before Chicago had gotten him, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. damn it, dude, I wanted him bad. <laughs> we dodged a bullet, bro. We sure did. Yeah, man. So I don't know, man. So as, as far as Holtani and everything, what wh- what do you think? we could actually get if it's i mean if we're being realistic what can we actually get like nobody's gonna give up their whole entire farm system and handicap their franchise for years for just a couple of months of otani if you want to win now there are a couple teams that will do it and you're talking about atlanta i i don't see any weakness in atlanta to be honest with you except maybe they need a left-handed uh bullpen arm but they re- i mean yeah because i mean you can they have two catchers essentially so they dh either one of them they have because they have murphy and i forget the other catcher they got and then they Langliers? got Were they no no it's they got another catcher uh from last year uh pfft. not darno yeah it is darno isn't it is, is Dar- it? Yeah, it's Darno, and then Darno. they got Murphy. So they got two studs at catcher. You got a full infield. You got a full outfield. Yeah, you really don't need somebody. So you could possibly trade a, a position player, but just think with Olsen and Acuna and, and all those other guys that got over there, dude. I mean, and Otani, dude, like, again, they'd be willing to give up some top prospects because most of their guys are signed to long-term deals. Yeah. Their, their, their core is well intact. It's kind of laughable that they lowballed everyone and and they all took of, the contract. All of them took it. Yeah, I mean you're talking you're talking four guys who took contracts under 150 million. A hundred for Acuna, or Acuna, Acuna, whatever, and then Albies and dude, it just sucks. Like they should have like 250, 300 mil for Acuna. He's making a hundred. And you literally said, "Well, we don't need Anthony Swanson." Yeah, <laughs> you know, we don't, we well, don't need him. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a fan of him because he only had that breakout year. Exactly. And look at him now. But but see, that is a product of a smart organization. They, they knew c- it. They saw the writing on the wall and they didn't buy into the hype. No, because he was going off on his walk here, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, "Oh, we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get fucking uh, Swanson." I'm like, "Dude, we cannot get him. It's gonna mm-hmm. be a bust." And now look at the Cubs and him. Yeah. The Cubs are a mess again. So <laughs> yeah, there's, he's not he's not producing. It's like one of the worst contracts. He's basically the same thing as uh, uh, Xander Bogarts at uh, uh, San Diego right now. Yep, they're the same thing. San Diego overpaid. I don't even know why they did that. They never needed Bogarts. I would have stuck with fucking Tatis, even though he you know he he was iffy. Well, see, the thing is, 
I hate teams that make knee-jerk reactions. They got them because they felt that they were threatened by the Dodgers and they had to upgrade the Dodgers. They had to outdo the Dodgers. Yeah. Just be you, boo, and, and, and work <laughs> on yourself like Atlanta does themselves. Cohen's over there tossing money around like it's like it's going out of and style. And now they want to trace Scherzer and, and uh, fucking Verlander. Yeah, but, I mean, Atlanta was like, hey, we got a plan. We're sticking to it. So what? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it yeah. works. Yeah. I mean, look at that year. Look, they could have just folded up tent the one they won the World Series two years ago. The Atlanta could have been like, man, our entire outfield, just, we had bad breaks. Let's just give up. Yeah. No, they went out there. They got Solaire, so and they got Lair. other guys to fill the void. And Rosario. Boom, back in the World Series. Look at them, dude. Those outfield gets from the trade deadline is what won them the World Series. Absolutely. They were mediocre at best before yeah, then. They came back. Dude, I mean, why can't we do something like that? Like, oh, we have needs. We don't have a fucking third baseman. Well, let's go get a third baseman. Oh, uh, we don't have a, a second baseman or whatever. Let's go get someone and and pay for what it is. You have to pay for quality. You have to pay up, you know, and mm-hmm. they did it. They they did what they had to do. I don't know who they traded. Nobody's talking about it. It's not hurting them, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Sure. They Solaire didn't stick around because he was a rental, and now he's playing for Miami. And again, that's why I think <laughs> there's that Perry factor. Perry is well-known in that Atlanta organization. He knows how that team works. Is he trying to get to the Angels, that, to the Atlanta uh, position? Hopefully. Well, who do they have to offer, though? It's what I'm saying. Look. I'm not. I'm gonna look with, up their top ten. I'm, I'm not. I'm not great with with AAA guys and knowing names offhand, other than our organization. But I can guarantee you, a team like Atlanta is fully stocked. I can guarantee, like you said, Orioles are uh, fully stocked. Uh, Tampa Bay is fully stocked. These guys got prospects, <clears throat> but when you're and and they have better prospects, if you think about a team that's able to keep their core on the field. And not have to draw draw up from the minors. They're gonna have a strong farm system because those players are given longer time to show themselves and to work on their craft instead of being rushed up like the Angels always have to do. You know? Yeah, they have to rush them up because they need the help. They, yeah. Everybody's getting hurt. Right? No one's getting hurt. You know? Yeah, we have Jack Mayfields and Duffy's up here. So yeah, you better get your ass on the field. Jack Mayfield, dude. I don't know. That guy must have. <laughs> I don't know, dude. He got so lucky. He got to play for so long. Yep. Shouldn't have been playing. I'm looking at the top prospects right now. Their ETAs are like 23, 26, 26, mm-hmm. 27, 23, 25. That's top six right there. I don't recognize any of these names, bro. And nope. again, I'm not a prospect guy, especially like from other teams. I know my prospects from the Angels. Absolutely. But I, I, I don't know who's who. So what the fuck? You know, all of them are right-handed pitchers. Mm-hmm. One shortstop. We don't need a shortstop. I'm willing to stick it out with fucking Neto. But I would trust Atlanta because look who they've been bringing up through their farm system to be their starting pitchers, to be their bullpen guys. They're pretty decent guys. They know how to scout. Well, yeah, sure. They got Soroka. They got uh, Kyle. I forget his name, dude. That guy that just got hurt. Um, I don't even know who's pitching for them at this point. I haven't paid attention, but the fact of the matter is that, yeah, sure, Atlanta's always had a really good crop of uh, prospects, but, man, I like that Oriole, Oriole uh, farm system. I'll either, go either, fucking e- gut that shit out. Either one I do, you know, because either one's going to pay off. It, you know, it's, it's not going to get you an Otani back, but it's going to get you guys that are going to get you consistent wins. So I've seen a lot of, uh, I'm sure you, everybody has seen those mock trades that everybody's posting right now. 
they're talking about the Yankees giving up Volpe and uh, Jason Dominguez, you know, the Martian. Is that mm. the Martian, Jason Dominguez? Yes. That guy is a beast, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'm kind of, I'm kind of tempted, but we don't. Is Volpe a shortstop? Yeah, we don't need Volpe because no, he strikes out a lot. Yeah, I mean, we've we have a seen problem it. with that. We've seen it. He's a Yankee fan to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't need a, a shortstop. Uh, again, I'm willing to stick it out with Neto. He just needs the reps. Neto's going to be the captain. Trust me. Yeah. He'll be the captain one day. If, I, I, I hope so, dude. I, if we I really put a like C him. on these jerseys like we should have, we should have. he's going to be the, the C. The Yankees are fucking West Coast, according to fucking Artie Moreno. Yep. But, yeah, we haven't done something like that. Uh, I, I don't see us working a trade. They want to give us Glaber Torres, bro. Come nope, on. That nope. dude's washed. Mm-mm. No. Maybe back in 2016 when you got him for uh, Chapman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I seen a lot of mock trades with the Dodgers, like, the Dodgers want to get rid of fucking Andy Page is so bad. Well, we we would have had him if that fucking Jock Peterson deal had uh, gone through. Yeah, yeah, we would have had him. He yeah, sure, he would have been one of our. Maybe he would be playing left field for us right now. You know, we wouldn't have fucking whatever Taylor I, Ward. I am not impressed by what the Dodgers have to offer because no, because no if you've looked at what they've had to do for the first time in in quite some time. They've had to go to the well and bring these guys up because of all the injuries and the guys they lost in free agency. And correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of their starting pitching sucks ass. This is the worst bullpen the Dodgers have had. It's the worst team all, they've had in a long time. All these guys are homegrown, and then you have these hitters that are that are supposedly good, like Outman. He's only batting like 220, 230. It was a flash in the pan for it, Outman, bro. Exactly. So, so I don't really trust the Dodgers' prospects because, again, you brought it up earlier in the show. They made that big trade with Boston, and did Boston's guys pan out? Any of those prospects pan out? And Hell no. No, no, and only Verdugo because he was the only like established. That was the main piece, right? Mm-hmm. And he, him, and uh, I forget the center fielder. They are the only ones that are doing good for Boston. But the only Dodger guy, fucking Verdugo. Yep. Hey, don't you think it's funny how the 2018 World Series teams fucking switch switch sides? You got Turner and what's his fucking Kike playing Kike for Hernandez, yeah, yeah, playing for Boston, mm-hmm. and then you got JD Martinez and Mookie Betts <laughs> playing for the Dodgers, bro. Go figure. Who would have known? Yeah, like, hey, let's fucking switch. And that's one of the reasons why the Dodgers are even relevant because even with Betts and Freeman, like, if it wasn't for JD Martinez hitting the way they were, they'd be a sunken ship right now. And everybody thought JD was done, and he's had a resurgence. That with was the a Dodgers, good pickup, man. Good, good for them. Good. Yeah. That's good. Wish we had something like that. Yep. Oh, actually, we do. We got Mustakas hitting those fucking shots to right center field. Mm-hmm. Dude. Yeah, man. So I, I don't see any good packages coming from the Dodgers. I don't see it. I, I just don't see it. Last year, I really wanted that. that uh, What is it? So I wanted Otani. And I said, okay, so the Dodgers are probably the team that's going to offer you the most. And I wanted fucking, what's his carrot top face name? Day. Huh? Day. Day? Isn't his last name Day? No, I'm talking about Caretop, the pitcher. Yeah, the pitcher. Uh, uh, I forget his name. But I know the, the long Caretop dude. Yeah, yeah, he got hurt. Uh, I think he has Tommy John. Yeah, he's out for a while. Yeah, so I so wanted him. he would have fit perfect. Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't. You, you could. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, for some reason, dude, I really fell in love with this guy named Edwin Rios. He was a third baseman, lefty, lefty hitter. He had this swing that I loved. It reminded me of like a Griffey swing swing mm-hmm. uh 
what's his name from uh, Colorado? Uh, that Blackman? No, the other guy. Um, you know that that uh, Latin guy. Fuck, what's his name, bro? I'm not too up on my Rocky stuff. <laughs> he played with Arenado. Uh, dude, why am I missing out his name? He was actually uh, Trevor Bauer's fucking girlfriend's uh, agent. Trevor Bauer's. Yeah, that girl Liba, whatever her name is, the redhead. I don't know. Oh my. Oh, Cargo. Carlos Gonzalez. Oh, Carlos Gonzalez. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Dude, I don't know why I'm fucking. Yeah. So Cargo. It reminded me of his swing when I seen Edwin Rio. So I'm like, dude, we had Dustin May. There you go, Dustin May. I knew. Yeah. God, dude, I'm blanking. I'm so saying much. day. It's yeah. been yeah. It's been a long day. I just literally came from the fucking baseball field to do this pod. So I didn't. I haven't showered. I have a bloody knee. You seen it, right? Yeah, you have a cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but these FMLs are hitting the spot. I'll be honest. With oh you. yeah, they're pretty good, dude. And uh, so yeah, I I really wanted that. And man, I don't know. As far as the Dodgers, I don't think they have anything really to offer us either. Again, Orioles. I'm even thinking, fuck, dude. Maybe even the 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 Rangers, just because of that Al, Al Leiter's kid. I don't even know his name. Mark Leiter? I, I don't know. Yeah. There's so many Leiters, dude. Yeah. That's a whole family of baseball. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I think that's kind of where we're at at this point. Mm-hmm. What else can we really talk about? That's the elephant in the room until it happens or it doesn't. One of the two. Yeah. I, I think right now I'm kind of running out of uh, things. It's funny because when I'm not doing a pod, I'm thinking about like, dude, I, I can say all this. I can say all that. But <laughs> now that I'm doing it, I'm just trying to remember <laughs> what the fuck was I going to talk about? Yeah. Well, I think we covered a lot, bro. I think we got through a lot. It's mainly the Otani thing, you know, because mm-hmm. it's already getting close to that point where they need to make a decision as to what the fuck are they going to do? Yeah. And it's going to dictate so much for the Angels franchise future. Moving on. Yeah. And Trout. You know, like, when is he going to come back? Is he going to come back when we're already out of contention? Like, what's the point of you coming back? Just rest up for the rest of the season. Like how, you know, I think it was like two years ago when he was doing that. Mm-hmm. We're like, dude, we're already out of the race, man. Just just chill, just bro. Down, yeah. We need we need you healthy for the next season. So is this going to be another one of those seasons for Trout? Like, it depends if we're in it or not. Yeah. If we're in it, yeah, you know he's coming back. Yeah, supposedly he's got the cast off and everything else like that. And it still has a big old bruise. He yeah, said. It's, it's healing up, but it could be sooner than later. So that's a positive. Yeah. And I don't know. Um, I was going to have my, my guy come through today. Uh, he has a lot of good points, um, but he just couldn't make it. We're going to we're going to make sure that we're going to get him next week. And uh, he he has so many. Me and him go back and forth on Instagram and on the DMs. Like, hey, what do you think? And I ask him like, what do you think? And he'll give me these responses. So I want to get him on the show because he's a little bit more intellectual, more more level level headed than I am. <laughs> he'll he'll give you facts, and I mean he pays attention to the games. And I'll be honest with you, I I don't watch the games all the time, uh, as I should be. But when I do, like. I'm not I'm not as happy as I should be. It actually brings my morale down. <laughs> I don't like being sad, so I try to tune away. Why do you think Bally's plays all those depression commercials? <laughs> oh, they really do, huh? Yeah, they do. Hey, how do you watch the games, bro? I had to fucking get this app called Tubo or Tubi or whatever. Tubi, yeah. 
Uh, I usually do it like either Fire Stick or Mm. uh, Amazon, you know, that way. (laughs) Because sometimes I just can't stomach valleys. Yeah, I I don't know. It's difficult for me to watch sometimes just, you know, because of work and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when I watch, it's, I mean, it it sucks because... You just want your, you just want to see your team win, you know. Yeah, we're tired of the losing. It's been almost a decade. Somebody got mad at me. <laughs> Last thing before we go, um, I posted some. I posted something like, "Oh, this Angels franchise is such an embarrassment" or something, and a guy just went hard. He's like, "You're such a pessimistic fan. Uh, you don't know what you're talking about." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Hey, how long have you been a fan for?" And he didn't want to tell me. I'm like, "Dude, I've been doing this for for a long time, like 1989." Okay. I've seen this dance over and over and over. I know what this is going to end up, you know, being at the end of the day. If I feel like I, I want to say that this franchise is a fucking embarrassment because we've wasted the career of Mike Trout and working on wasting fucking Otani's right now, you know, you, you can't, you can't really say anything about it. I've literally seen it. And, uh, a lot of people don't like the takes when I say like, you know, the angels need to sell, need to uh, uh, trade Otani. We need to replenish. We need to start over. Fucking even do a rebuild. Mm-hmm. Even if Trout's here, if you want to trade Trout, do it. Again, I tra- I, I cheer for the, the name in the front, not not the, not the name, name in the back. Yeah. That's the one way to look at it, man, because players come and go, but the franchise stays the same. Yeah. Any last words, bro, before we uh, RIP? No, nah, that's it, my man. I enjoyed you having me on the show. Hey, I'm not gonna lie; those those beers. I haven't ate all day, bro. Oh yeah, they hit and me I had a the game, and <laughs> it kind of got to me right now. All right, all right, not bad. It got you, I, dude. Uh, it got me. I had to take yeah, a piss like man. a racehorse, dude. <laughs> <laughs> bro, when are we gonna hit a game, man? Uh, it's got to be soon, because obviously we're on the back end of the season with only 62 games left. I don't want to go be after the tread deadline if we're fucking sellers. It's gonna be disgusting. I want to see a freaking competitive team against the fucking Braves, though. I'll be honest with you. Well, we're going to have our chance to see that this week or next week. Next week, man. Mm-hmm. When's, when's the tread deadline coming out? Like a couple days, right? The 30th or 31st, something like that. I think it's July 31st. Oh, so we got a, a week. A week left, dude. So this <clears throat> week, a lot of shit's going to start popping off. I expect shit to start popping off in uh, on Thursday. Yeah. Close to the weekend. It's on Thursday, for sure. And then <coughs> the sucky thing is that the Angels are going to be in Atlanta, so... I don't know, man. Well, no, they're going to finish out Toronto before the Atlanta series. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, so they're going to they're gonna be either buying, trying to eclipse Toronto or, or catch them, or they're going to be falling out of it because Toronto's beating their ass and they're going to trade. Toronto's going to beat the shit out of us. Watch. We'll see. All right, we'll my guy. See. All right, so we're good. Uh, follow Halos in the Infield on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, uh, what else you got? You got Tinder? Yeah, we got uh, oh, um, FarmersOnly.com too. What the fuck right. is that, bro? <laughs> it's a dating site for halos <laughs> in the infield now. Okay, okay. <laughs> follow my guys over there. They they got some really fucking awesome content. Uh, follow mm-hmm. Todd Fox's fucking personal page because he needs some followers, man. <laughs> I need you to get more followers, bro. Yeah, I don't know why. Don't pay attention too much to that page. But I want to send a couple shout outs again to OC Red Sox, my, <coughs> my team. Uh, we had a fucking disappointing game. I mean, I did amazing. <laughs> I made an error <laughs> that cost us the game. So I'm sorry, guys, if you're listening to this shit. My bad, man. 
it was a Broken Bad single. That ball had fucking a lot of language to it, a mm. lot of English. That ball was turning, dude. And I, I'm playing second base. I'm trying to turn a double play. Fucking two runs scored. It was horrible. I want to apologize to you guys for laying you down. But, hey, man, I still got three hits, all right? Or four? Three. Three hits. Three and hits. stole three bases, guys. I'm trying my best, man. Not bad. Not bad for uh for an old guy. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, so shout out to them. Um, who else? Oh, yeah, follow Angel Central on Instagram. Uh, follow the Twitter. Uh, what else? If you, you know, shoot, give us a like on the fucking Apple Podcasting so we can come up on the feed. Five-star review always helps. Yeah, five-star review or just whatever, you know. Um, ask us a question and I'll answer it. Uh, I know I don't do this as often as I should, uh, but I'm going to try my best to continue. It depends on what the Angels do with Otani. So, and if they if they trade him, then I'm not going to do any pods. <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't trade him, I'm probably not going to do any pods. I don't know, dude. It's all fucking last minute. So, just like the Angels are trying to figure out what they're going to do with Otani, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with the fucking pod. I don't know. But know that I will always continue to post on Angel Central. Like I always do, hit me up with your questions. I know a lot of you ask questions, and I was supposed to answer answer some today. I, I forgot. <laughs> this SML beer kind of got me. So. Uh, I think we're good, bro. All right, bro. All right. All right, so BT, this is my boy, Todd Fox. Halo's in the infield. <laughs>